All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I don't think I'm quite familiar with that phrase. I'll explain, and I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Go ahead. Make my day. I make this look good. You are now listening to the Movie Review Crew Podcast. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is another edition of the Movie Review Crew. I'm your host, Mike Lucas, and joining me is Aaron Kronikin. Hello. And Brenton Frugier. Hello. We have an excellent episode. We have Jojo Rabbit on this episode. We had a week off last week as well. I want to address that to all of our loyal fans. Yeah, we did. Welcome back. Yeah. Deal with it. We took a day off. Oh, my God. Wow. You don't have to be so confrontational. <laughs> yeah, Brent. Sorry. These stupid idiot listeners don't no, deserve no, that. No, no. Oh, so, oh. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Boy, oh, boy. So we love you We guys. love our listeners. I actually, all two of them. I didn't think people would notice, and they did. And it felt kind of good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe, we, maybe we do. Well, honestly, they, they it, sent angry emails. Where the hell is our new yep. episode? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, to, for me... It was kind of much needed because I got to, you know, take it felt when you do it every week and there's multiple movies and you're trying to watch what you want and then what we want for the yep. podcast. It's yep. like it almost feels like it's homework at a certain point. So yep. this gave me an opportunity to catch up on things. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I'm, I'm all for taking a break every now and again because I had been putting off like some of the movies that I really want to see. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the um, I watched I was able to watch Oscar nominated best picture film. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. And what'd you think? It was okay. <laughs> it was okay. I'll be honest. So Dang. Yeah, here this is gonna I'm gonna sound real stupid. Which oh? is nothing new to the show. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know going into I didn't oh, okay. no. Yeah, hold on. I didn't know going into the movie that Sharon Tate was dead. Which if you've seen the movie or heard anything ever yeah, about was, the Manson murder, that was like that's a big, pretty big news, man. It's a big plot point. It's a big plot point, and it's that's a big deal. Yeah, that's where a lot of the tension comes from. Yep. And then I had no idea. And things, I was like, Tarantino does his, uh, you know how he does his like historical flip flop thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I love that movie. That was a top three movie for me last year. Really? Yep. I wouldn't even put it in the top thousand. Thousand. I'm just kidding. Thousand. No, I don't. I can guarantee I haven't seen more than fifty movies last year. Maybe part of it was that I was so surprised to have enjoyed a Tarantino movie that that kind of elevated it for me a bit. And maybe, maybe that's that's the case. But looking back on it, um, and realizing that Sharon Tate was dead, and he did, he does this kind of like rewriting of history in a lot of his movies, you know. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Eh, it's still like the the wild last twenty minutes. The most Tarantino twenty minutes yes. of a Tarantino movie does not make up for an otherwise mostly pointless story. I liked it. It was just moseying around with these characters. Yeah, and I, I moseying. Huh? Yeah, mosey. It's Brent, weird. have you seen it? I have not seen it. No. All right. Well, I don't want to spoil anything, but if you want to get your mind blown, just watch the last 20 minutes. <laughs> it is. And I was expecting something way different than what I got the yep. last 20 minutes, yep. and it's still yeah. boom. Like I, said, I haven't seen it. I didn't even realize that's what the movie was about. About Sharon Tate? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not so much about her. Yeah. Well, she's, the it's about the Manson family. Yeah. Well, kind it's not, of. Murders. It's not even about them. See, it's that's about what, this time in Hollywood. Yeah, in that's history. the point. Is is it's it kind of it's long and it meanders and I you didn't. I, yeah, but if you can just really let go and invest your time and and enjoy your ride with these characters, I thought it was pretty great. Yeah, I suppose. Brent, you haven't traveled with those headphones. I'll just no. I, it seems like it. The sounds going in and out on them. So yeah, they are. So you're having trouble. Yeah. No, it's it's. The, Man, I think I bought I bought those refurbished. I don't know why we're getting this in, into this in the yeah, podcast, but uh, I bought those refurbished. Is, this isn't the time for this, Mike. That's fine. I don't <laughs> care. But they're nice headphones. But sometimes, like the audio pops from left ear to right ear, left ear to right ear, left yeah. ear to right ear. Yeah, and that's what it's doing. And he I, he kept like touching them. And I'm no, like, like I thought, I thought because I 
thought the, the cable, wire was yeah. on the one side, so I that's why I hit that. But I yeah. thought the wire. Brent's head is tilting like a dog yeah. when he hears something. So but like, like I, these are the same ones I use every week, and I've never had that problem. Really? So I've had a problem every time I've used them. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, don't buy this brand of headphones. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even say. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyway, let's not throw anyone under the bus. No. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I was able to to fit in some movies. Anything else other than that? that I you watched. Up on? I watched. I think almost an entire two seasons of Better Call Saul. Oh, it's good. It's really good. I never really got into Breaking yeah. Bad, so that's neither of you guys have seen Breaking Bad. I've seen no. like an episode or two, but like I just never really got into that show. So I man, Aaron, here's, you, here's my like, thing. Because that's a spinoff. Well, right? no, okay. Yeah, so here, listen though, I can't. I have movies I'd like to watch. Sure. I can't commit myself to that many episodes of that many seasons. So I, that's why I get that. on our on our little break here, I watch I caught up on things I wanted to see, but they're all I prefer a mini series, you know, a limited yeah. number of episodes. It starts and finishes. You sure. have your story. There's no need for filler crap and bad episodes. Sure. So I watched Chernobyl, which yep. was five yep. episodes of an hour long. And I watched The Mandalorian, which I think is eight episodes of half hour ish. Mm-hmm. I can commit to that, and I have time for that. But well, I don't know, man. That's because Breaking Bad is a lot yeah. of episodes. There was like it's, what ten seasons? No. no, it's only five seasons. Five long. seasons. But what? How many episodes are in each season? Like eight to ten. It's it's not as that. But I think Breaking Bad did it right. Where like, all right. We're not just going to drag this out because ratings are good. Mm-hmm. We have our story. <laughs> we're down. ending our... Right. <laughs> yeah. We have our story. We're ending our story. We're done. Well, even even Game of Thrones suffered from that, where you have those, yeah. whatever they call them, bottle episodes, yep. where you, you have your crappy talky pieces just so you can save budget for the big scenes. It's like, you know, just cut that out. I don't know why people well, are so... And, and I'm not saying Breaking Bad doesn't have that, because it does to some extent but i think what they were able to do especially because it's a character driven story and it's not like it's sons of anarchy where it's a shoot 'em up style tv show it, this guy's a scientist you know like what the high budget stuff do you need you right. know what i mean like right i think they were able to do it really well if i so anyway i watched two seasons of better call saul and it is quickly becoming one of my favorite shows right now so yeah, Brent, did you did you take the week off to do anything to watch anything? Uh, yeah, nothing real special, just whatever you know. Like I don't think that I sounded really sketchy, man. No, mm-hmm. no, like I don't, I didn't like watch any extra movies or anything like that. Just like normal viewing. Like to me, it was just nice to have because we record on Sundays. Yeah. To me, it was just nice to have a Sunday to sleep in. Well, not even sleep in, just to like do something like if i wanted to go out and do something in the morning or whatever yeah. i mean it's not like we record super late no no i'm not saying that it's just like oh it's um, such an obligation no, oh it just, just gets in the way of stop. brent's schedule it does no stop. great no because like <laughs> as the weather is going to get nicer like if we yeah. take a time off here or there like my dad likes oh, sure. to go golfing every yeah. sunday yeah. and i'll go with him when i get a chance but you know when we do it here yeah, when no. we do the podcast like he goes in the morning so right, i don't have the yeah, I get it. And settled. We are. Uh, this will be the last episode of this show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Brent's got too many things on his. Yeah, just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no, it was. Uh, it's nice to have a break every once in a while. Uh, listeners, go to our website, MovieReviewCrew.com. You can request movies right on our homepage. You know, I don't think. I think we got. I don't think we got one over the the week while we were gone. Not that Shane told us. The last was The Lobster from Larry the Lobster. That is right. (laughs) God. What a phenomenal request. Yep. What a phenomenal request. Uh, Anyway, any any movie news that you guys have seen? Aaron, you were telling me just pre-show some exciting movie news. Yeah. Well, exciting for Marvel fans. Um, Not so exciting for people that wish our best actors would stick to original content. But Christian Bale is apparently joining the Marvel Universe. God, that was so snooty. I just wish, you know, because we lost how many years of Hugh Jackman's career to awful X-Men movies. And yeah, but I don't think this is No, gonna, Christian Bale's yeah. not committing to 10 movies. Yeah, I but, get he's, it, but he's playing a bad guy in the new Thor movie, yeah. which I yeah. don't know who he is going to be. But so I mean, Is Taika Waititi doing this new Thor? Uh, I'm not sure. I actually. will look it up right now. I would, I would be interested only if that's the case. 
He is because like him. <laughs> even the last Thor stood out amongst Marvel movies because of his style and his humor. So, uh, that, that's a good transition. But also, I just have a question: Is he maybe not the best director working right now, but like the hottest director working right now? You know well, he, I mean? uh, all it, like most of his movies are pretty like people are like, oh, I want to go see his movie, mm-hmm. but he's probably my favorite director working right now i mean yeah you're talking about i don't know i mean and we'll get to it when we talk about jojo rabbit but the level of talent writing just the structure of his stories and the humor he gets he just injects into the story whether or not it's a humorous subject or i mean nazis and hiding and hating jews and yeah i don't know that's uh but he pulled it off so i think i don't know i I think his style might not be for everybody, but I love it. He is uh, writing and directing Thor Love and Thunder. Okay, so I guess I'll be on board, and okay, we're fine letting Christian Bale take a little so, break. Okay, time out here. Okay, hold on now. You you get all upset that our genera- one of our generation's greatest actors, <laughs> that's you, uh, <laughs> is, is wasting his career doing uh, Marvel movies, uh, but Taika Waititi, one of our generation's best directors, is not wasting his career. Well, I mean, he is. As long as these this gives him the money and opportunity to make the movies he wants to make, like Jojo Rabbit, that's okay. As long as he doesn't continue to do, be Disney Yes Man, Fair I'm enough. fine with it. Yes, Brent? I, I don't have more problem with the Marvel movies like Aaron does. Yeah, they probably do make a little too many, and they yeah. you know don't have the freedom that some of these directors should be getting. Yeah. But, you know, like... Aaron already said he was on board if he's directing. So, I mean, obviously his Marvel movies are good enough for Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I will say I thought the same thing about John Favreau. And now it's like, okay, he's becoming a little bit of a Disney yes man. I thought John well, Favreau would use it as a platform to make the movies he, like, chef. Hear, I want more of that from him. Well, hear me out. Favreau? So, we, were, we okay, pre-show we were talking about The Mandalorian and The Mandalorian set. Mm-hmm. You know who kind of steamheaded? Yeah, Favreau. Favreau. Yeah, yeah. I, and that he did the Lion King. He's he's like Disney's go-to guy. Well, I mean, I think well, I think he's a creative, um, a, a very big creative asset, creative genius to them. And when he's surrounded by people, they push the boundaries of everything. So I don't no think, no, I don't no think and his I'm, movies. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying I want more like Chef. I want. Well, I think that he put those creative ideas and and tools to use uh, something other than the Marvel universe. That's just one cookie cutter movie after another. He he did the Star Wars universe too. Yeah, and he he does sometimes. But Favreau has been directing for a long, long time. A lot of people don't realize that because nobody saw a lot of his movies. So when he got that shot with Disney and Iron Man, like that really kind of relaunched his career and. He could do other movies like Chef and stuff like that. And he starts, you know, rubbing elbows with these bigger actors that he can get in his smaller independent movies and stuff like that. Because, like, he didn't know, I I might be wrong, but I'm going to assume he didn't know, like, Scarlett Johansson before Iron Man. Yeah. Well, and I just think, like, this, it seems like a lot of the stuff that he's working on, like, The Lion King is a massive feat. Like it or not, it did a lot of. Things. Most of yeah. what he does advances technology, right? right. That's in, a, in the movie making business. That's but what I'm saying. F- that's all fair, but The Lion King wasn't that good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I watched about. I I didn't not. see it at the theaters, and but it's on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus yeah. now, and like the I think like a week ago I started watching. I don't even think I made it halfway. No, through. it's like yeah. the people that champion Avatar. Oh, it's a. It's a technological miracle. Yeah, but the movie sucked. Yeah. Move on. It was a bad movie. I don't know if I've ever finished it. That's a bad movie. Yeah. Um, so speaking of Taika Waititi, though, do you guys want to get into Jojo Rabbit? Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. Uh, Jojo Rabbit uh, was a pick from Brent this month. We're not or from this week. This we're not doing a theme this nope. month. Which nope. there are no rules. I like it. Um, but Brent, why did you pick it? Well, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, well, we've already talked about uh, how much of a fan I am of his work. Because, mm-hmm. like, the last movie I picked was his, too, but it was one I hadn't seen when we were doing the blind taste test <laughs> or whatever we oh, called yeah, it. Oh, yeah, while we doing the shadows? Yeah. Um, and I had 
seen Jojo Rabbit when it was at theaters, and I loved it. Like it, uh, we had that episode, but the Prove It month, and I proved I was trying to prove that Peanut Butter Falcon was the best movie of 2019. Yeah. This is right there. Like it, yeah. if you say what's your favorite movie from 2019, I would say both of those movies. Like it's hard for me to pick one. Yeah, and like I. Like, so I keep telling you guys, hey, you guys should go see Jojo Rabbit. You guys should see Jojo Rabbit. So now finally I just made you guys see nice. it. Nice. <laughs> and I and I it was on my list to see. I just don't know when I would have gotten around to see it. So now that I have seen it, I want to take back what I said. Yeah. <laughs> about the peanut butter falcon. This in my in oh. my mind, this is it's... my favorite movie of twenty nineteen. I don't know if it's the best. See, I, I can't, I can't get mad at you for that because, yeah. like I said, they're both right there for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this, by the way, picking this was perfect timing. I did a movie swap with a guy at work. I let him borrow the lighthouse, and he let me borrow this. So nice. he picked it, and I got to watch it for free. You suckers had to rent it. Nah, well, <laughs> it I mean, I bought it a, when it came out. Yeah, so. I rented it a dollar eighty at Redbox. Ooh, wow. This this show is not sponsored by Redbox. Uh, Jojo Rabbit from twenty and nineteen. PG-13, hour and 48-minute long film, comedy, drama, war film. A young boy in Hitler's army finds out his mother is hiding a Jewish girl in their home. Written and directed by Taika Waititi, also written by Christine Lunens. Uh, starring Roman Griffin Davis, Thomasin McKenzie, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Rebel Wilson, Sam Rockwell, uh, and Taika Waititi. Uh, and well, Alfie. don't forget Alfie Allen. And Stephen Merchant. And Stephen Merchant. He was in there for a little yeah. bit. I, okay. He was... Kind of great. <laughs> yeah, I I had seen him in some other things, and I never realized how tall he was. Oh, when they had that scene where he's standing next to Sam Rockwell? <laughs> I think he might have been up on top no. of something. Oh, well, I mean, he might have. I think they exaggerated yeah. that a little bit, like made Rockwell yeah. a little shorter in that scene. But he, I looked it up. You know how tall he is? Probably like six, six, six. six seven. Oh. Yeah, I didn't realize that. That is insane. Uh, the film on Rotten Tomatoes gets a 80% certified fresh from critics, giving it a 7.52. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Man, this is math. No, I didn't even do math this time. <laughs> 7.52. audience score, giving it a 4.6 out of 5, which is what, almost a 9.2? Almost? Sure. Are you even paying attention to me? What? I didn't think so. <laughs> Uh, on you talking to me this whole time? On Letterboxd, <laughs> the film gets a 4.0 out of 5. All right. And we should mention it has multiple Oscar nominations. Thank you very much, Aaron. Good. Oscar winner for Adapted Screenplay, Oscar nominee for Motion Picture, nominee for Scarlett Johansson, nominee for Costume Design, nominee for Production Design, and nominee in Film Editing. And I think it deserves all of those. And uh, Golden Globe nominee for Roman Griffin Davis, the, uh, the, the boy that plays boy. Jojo. Oh, yeah. Well, so. you just want to go through all of them? Uh, a, a BAFTA. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, BAFTA. <laughs> yeah, let me, uh, we've got BAFTAs here. We've got the uh, Screen Actors AFI Guild. Awards, yeah. Alliance mm-hmm. of Women mm-hmm. Film Journalists. Lots of awards, <laughs> nominees, and wins. and Yep. The Clotrudis Awards, mm. best use of music in a film. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. he's always good at that. YTT, because yeah. even Hunt for the Wilder People that, that stood out as uh, like the scene, the way the music works with the scenes yeah. you're watching, like that uh, kind of opening scene or whatever when they have the Beatles playing in German and it's like Hitler, and everyone's <laughs> going crazy like they're <laughs> rock, like he's perfect. a rock star, yeah. like yeah. that. That. I think that kind of sets the tone for the movie because it shows, like, you know, like how it's going to be funny, but you also realize this is kind of a serious thing. Like, that yeah. was real. Like, people went crazy for him, like a rock star. Yeah. Well, and okay, was that a, a, a recut of the Beatles song? It was in German, so I don't okay. know if it was they sang a song in German. I'm guessing they probably released that's what, the one in German. That's what I was wondering because I was like, this. This isn't right. Like this is not what I remember hearing. Yeah, it was. It, it was in German. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because that was one of those details where you're like, "This is weird." And there's posters of Mein Fuhrer everywhere. Man. So the one thing I wanted to get addressed off the top is sometimes these, like, co- comedies in general, I don't think date themselves very well. 
And I think this one might have a chance of standing the test of time. Because oh, absolutely. it is also it's, a period it's piece. It's not now. You right. know, 21, 22 Jump Street with all their references to okay. pop culture right now. I'm just using those because you love them. Yeah, wow. But they're they're in there with all of these comedies that take place now. When you have a bunch of pop culture references uh, to things that are happening now, it might not hold up. We said right. the same thing about Deadpool. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. this being a, a satire and, and poking fun at uh, an event that, will never be forgotten and everybody will learn about it's you know it's mm-hmm. i think it'll stand the test of time for sure well and, and not only that but like i went back and watched tommy boy and there are some jokes where it's like oh that's like that might have been fine back in the day not necessarily pc nowadays you know what i mean and i think this one will probably do a better joke be or better job of that because of the subject matter and who they're making fun of. Yeah. Does that make sense? Nobody's ever going to say, oh, how dare you make fun yeah. of poor Adolf? Uh, <laughs> you know, Adolf Hitler. Yeah. It was kind of funny. Uh, he was talking about, like, uh, like he, he was like, I'm going to do some research on Hitler, you know, to see how I should act as him. He's like, nah, screw it. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like, uh, yeah. you're, you're playing Adolf Hitler. I don't think you need to uh, yeah. get in that mindset. You're just yeah. making fun of him. This is also, this well side tangent. I was watching some old runs of uh, Drew Carey's Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh. And he went to the audience for two unlikely roommates. And, no, it was funny. Oh, I've seen this one. And yep. someone yelled out Adolf Hitler. And someone yelled out Bill Cosby. So he's like, all right, Bill Cosby and Adolf Hitler, which, mind you, this is way before Bill Cosby's problems. Yep. But the producer... when he was lovable. Yeah. When the producer walks over, uh, the he's like, no, you can't use Adolf Hitler. He's like, oh, okay. I guess we can't make fun of Adolf now. <laughs> and so the entire rest of the show, they're just making fun of the yep. fact that, that like Native Americans came up and they made fun of Native Americans. And then all these things came up, but not Adolf Hitler. Yeah, and that's what uh, Waititi said. He got pushed back, and he wasn't sure he should do it. And it's like, to me, comedy is one of those things where, yes, you can go over the line, but if you do it right, everything should be fair game, right? Oh, see, that's tough. Man, if that you is... do it right, you have to still be sensitive to the subject. But you, I think comedy—that's what comedy's there for—to look at subjects that are hard to look at. In a way that makes it easier to do. It's a thing sure. Mel Brooks used to do a lot in his prime. Like he would make fun of racism and stuff like that, oh, but yeah. he wasn't going over the line with it. He was yeah. making fun of the, the ridiculous the fact of yeah. racism, like how stupid it is. Yeah. And that's what he was doing with this movie with Hitler. So like like Aaron's saying, like, yeah, like if you do it right, it can work, but there are still some subjects that are really touchy that like how do you make that funny? Like you well, would think about that with this too. Like, how do you make that funny? But he have he managed yeah. to do it. And I I think like it takes uh, well because there's going to be a lot of imitators who do it wrong. Sure, yeah. well, sure. You sure. know what I mean? And you that's have like, to, and that's why the screenplay deserved the win because yeah. it's not just poking fun. It's also giving the other side of the coin with oh my god with uh, Scarlett Johansson's character and the Jewish girl Dude, in the house. And, and, and not only that, it's like yes. The, the the German the Nazi party was doing all of these awful things. You're also trapping the Germans who do not want to be in this mm-hmm. war in the thick of it, and you get like the entire like. This was one of the best war movies, even though it has very without little, being much of a war movie. That's yeah. what yes, exactly. It yeah, was really only one scene where they're fighting, and so. it was hilarious. It, before all right, before we get too far, I want to say I and I. I hope it was the same for you guys. When I saw this, this was the first time seeing it, and I didn't know anything about the plot. There was nothing spoiled. There, I, I knew the gist of what yeah, the movie was yeah. about. Basically, like, he's a youth in but Hitler. We are movie. eventually going to get into spoilers, and I encourage you to absolutely see this movie yeah. without spoilers. Yes. And go into it blind, because there are impactful scenes that I think 
the make the movie what it is. And if you better. know it going ahead of time, I don't know if that yeah. works. They're better if they're not spoiled. So yeah, definitely. If you haven't seen it, stop listening now and then come back and we, listen later. We do that a lot on our show. Stop listening to us. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, no, I'm just saying stop listening <laughs> now and turn come, us off. Come back, come back later after yeah, you yeah. watch this <laughs> fantastic I know, movie. I know. And hopefully the listeners appreciate that. But well, because and I want to jump into spoilers now. Uh, yeah. Do so it. that's why I said it. Yeah. The, you talk about screenplay, and I brought up how Waititi does he the structure of his movies, and it's subtle. Where, and you're talking about two sides of the same yeah. coin. That you've got this youth that's basically been brainwashed into becoming a, the best Nazi he can become, and his make believe friend is Adolf Hitler. Yet his mother is just this carefree. Rebellious spirit, spirit trying to you know change things for good in this terrible war. I would say she's hard, like far from being carefree. Well, around him because she's trying to say, "You're ten years old. Be a child. You know, dance and live life." And you know, while going through the terrible stuff. But the the structure that I'm talking, like they they show her dancing and they show her her shoes and how she's spinning, and then. You keep getting these shots, and in your head, you're like, "This is, it has to mean something." Yeah. And then the part, this is what made the movie, is because it's this fun movie. You're laughing at a subject matter that probably, uh, in lesser hands, wouldn't be what it is, but it is hilarious. And then you get the terrible plot twist of his mother gets captured and killed, yeah. and the way they show it is he's walking, and it's all this fun thing, and then just stop dead. And there, the way it's framed is his face and her shoes hanging there because she was hung in the public square. And it hits hard. Yeah. I, like, I audibly, I was watching with my wife, and I sat, I said, oh, no. <laughs> and it's like, you can't, and the way he reacts, and oh, the yeah. whole running thing of him not being able to tie his shoes, and he sees that her oh, shoe's untied, and he tries to tie it, but he can't. It's hard. It made like I'm tearing up right now talking about it. this. Made me cry like a little girl, dude. I it that yes, that part it was like hits and hard. Like Aaron was saying, the way they did it though is just you know you like maybe you're watching this movie and you, maybe you suspect something's gonna happen to the mom, but not at that point. He just sees a butterfly and he's all like happy chasing, dude, and then boom, it's there's the shoes. And that's what I'm talking about. The you you blend. Hunt for the Wilder People did the same thing. You blend genres seamlessly without, you know, there's no lead in. There's no, oh boy, something's about to happen. It's just, yeah, the way it is. It just happened. So, but my gosh, it's effective. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I loved how the tying of the shoes yes. came full circle. Man, because at the beginning of the movie, like that's one of the first things about JoJo mm-hmm. that you that you get is like you're a ten year old boy and you can't tie your own shoes. I think does Adolf say that to him or does his mother say that to him? I, I think it's, everybody says it to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, and then at the uh, again at the end of the movie, he's a- finally able to tie. Uh, what is her name? Elsa or Inga? It's Elsa. Yeah. Right. He ties Elsa's shoes. And that's a little. It was the, it was actually the last scene in the movie that made me tear up the most. I think I think because dancing. Yeah, it was it, like unexpected. Yeah, and it was just like, this. but surrounded by funny moments. Yeah. That's the thing is he he goes for and it. It's not jarring. It's not whoa. You can't shift from one thing to no. another. But even after his mother's death, you get a scene of Sam Rockwell drawing childish pictures oh. of his outfit he wants to wear. And it's like, Dude. you're trying to recover from what you just saw, but you're chuckling because he's drawing this ridiculous... And then you expect nothing of it, and he comes out in the war <laughs> wearing that uniform. And, you're like, Dude. and that's what, like, what? I just... <laughs> who green lights this? It was so genius, but like... On paper, it's like right, really, right. That's what I'm saying. Is it's so just so like far left field at some point? Yeah. Like, what the hell is happening? And I don't even know how to describe it. That's part of his genius. Is he makes this stuff like that work? Like you look at that on paper and you're like, 
there's no way this yeah. is going to yeah. work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I they, think I have that same genius spark. You guys just don't appreciate it. Mm. Remember backpack head. Back, oh, backpack I, I remember mask. backpack. They don't. Yeah, they don't. That's a story for another it's, That's time. a long story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. Also, I, I this is a question. I don't have the answer. I just want to pose this question. Do, do you think, like, all of the the making fun of the Jews in this movie is, like, weird? You know what I mean? Cause no, because these are things that they spread. Right. Well, this that's is how, you know, that's how their youth were brainwashed to think the Jews are these demons and these creatures being manipulated by the devil and they've got horns and they hang upside down at night. Like if you take it the wrong way, you're you're sure. really missing the point. No, 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 and that's what I'm saying is like make fun of everything. The Jews did not get a fair shake in World War II. You might not have known that, right? It's like uh, you know, and people might look at it and say, "Oh, how you know?" There are people in this world that are offended very easily. Sure, and I think maybe this movie isn't for them. Sure, because you just have to. Let loose and enjoy, and, and just know it's not in any malicious way. Yeah, but I I I think it was just fine because it and it honestly it showed perfectly, you know, without any exposition, it showed this boy's mindset shift from this kid that wants nothing more than to be. He says he's got a spot. His his number one best friend spot is reserved for if he meets Adolf Hitler. So he wants nothing more than yeah. to be the best Nazi he can be, and he, he's trying to write this expose on these demonic Jews, and he's yeah. he's trying to interview this girl that his mother's keeping in his walls, who they're hiding a Jew, yeah. and it shows like all of his drawings and all how he's feeling, and he's conflicted because, and he even says to his imaginary Hitler friend, she seems like a nice person. <laughs> Yeah, and it showed like the shift uh, in the way they reveal things about it, you know, in his drawings and and the way he talks to her, and then at the end, it's and it is a, a fantastic character arc. Yeah, so I don't think it was in poor taste. I don't think they went overboard. I think it was just fine. I uh, fair enough. Um, but going back to character arcs, though, his character arc is fantastic. Um, I the other character arc that I've really enjoyed. Was uh, Sam Rockwell's? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like you, you see, and it it makes sense because his character at the end is a sympathizer with these Jewish people, even though he is a, I don't know what rank he was. Captain he was a captain, Captain K. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. So you like you see him sympathizing with all these German people. And he's like, I'm just tired of this war at this point, man. Well, you know what I mean? At that, in the running joke of him constantly getting demoted, <laughs> like <laughs> passing the blame as he's like, I, I was demoted for negligence because you stole a grenade and blew yourself up. <laughs> but that also shows like uh, a lot of the German soldiers, they didn't necessarily know what was going on. It oh, was yeah. just, you know, hey, my country's at war. I got to go fight. Like, yeah. They were they were like at the point where they're like oh you're supposed to hate Jews and like some of them did but they didn't know and, and what Mike, Hitler yeah, was yeah. doing. Mike brought that yeah. up as it did a good job of where the whole thing about not demonizing Jews is played out the same way for Nazis. Like these, yes, a lot of them were, but they're not all terrible people the that Nazis, just want to go. Nazis. Yes. The phrasing. Oh no, no, sorry. Made it sound like the Jews. <laughs> no, no. No. A lot of the Nazis were terrible people, but there were good yes. people caught up in a terrible war. And this movie did a good job of not, yes. not making it black and white. Jews yes. are the good guys. Nazis are the bad yeah. guys. There, yeah. you know, there's good guys on both yeah. sides. Like, yeah. I can't remember his name, but the other little boy, his best friend, Yorkie. Yorkie. That's Yorkie. Yeah. He like, was he, hilarious. Like at the end when he was like. Oh, Hitler did some bad things. Apparently, he hid a lot of stuff from us. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm not convinced Yorkie's dead. I'm not convinced. That Just he... another made up imaginary yes! friend at the end. Because <laughs> he came up at the most like random times, yeah. and even at the end, he's like, "I think I'm invincible." <laughs> exactly, man. That's why, like, I'm not convinced Yorkie's just yeah. a, a figment of of uh, JoJo's head. I was I was really glad I was. After the stunt they pulled with his mother's death scene, 
I was expecting, oh, don't show Yorkie during this war scene. Don't that'd be way too much. And they didn't. But. They said the stunt they pulled. You mean the gut wrenching <laughs> yes. character? Like honestly, that I'm not sure the way it was crafted, I'm not sure I'd ever been blindsided by something. Usually you're like, okay, I know what's about to happen yep. and you can prepare yourself. Yep. But And I think Going back to that scene, um, there there were butterflies throughout, right? And that's what yep. he's doing in, in that scene. So I think that there are subtle clues that something is about to happen, but it's so subliminal and so subconscious at that point that you don't realize it's about to happen. And it's it doesn't linger. It just kind of happens, and you're like, oh, boy. So, uh, yeah, it's just... And I don't think... Uh, to credit his writing skills, I'm not sure there's a single character in this movie that doesn't work. Even even Rebel Wilson's yeah. character, even Alfie Allen just sitting on the side of <laughs> the faces that, he makes. Also, the, that relationship between yes. the two of them is say, one of the greatest things, though. That <laughs> was an odd little relationship that they had. Oh, my god! And gosh. just some of the... the f- I, I want to watch this again because there are little things that are just happening in the background. Uh, when... When they're sitting down uh, to eat dinner, it's it's Jojo, his mother, and imaginary Hitler. And it's just oh this wide shot of the table from the side. God. And she's celebrating because they're, Germany's about to lose the war. And Jojo's just, how dare you? And yeah. it's all this. <laughs> and the faces that Hitler's making at his mother yeah. are hilarious. Because it's like he's scolding her yeah. and nodding and like shaking his head all sassy. Like It's just... Dude. The little things, man. Yeah, I, I, Hitler, <laughs> Hitler in this movie was such a great man. <laughs> That's what I mean. The the, the talent of YTT. He the one part that it was early on in the movie. I think it was like in the first quarter of the movie. I was crying because I was laughing so hard. Is it's just JoJo's knocking on the, uh, the wall to get Elsa's attention. And he's like, oh, little Jew girl, <laughs> come out. And then she doesn't open the door, and the camera pans, and Hitler's in the chair behind yep. him like, you're doing great, you're yep. doing great, keep keep going. And then it show, it's not even centered, it's just off to the side, you can still see Hitler sitting in the chair, and he looks behind Jojo horrified, <laughs> and then the little girl pops up behind Jojo and grabs him. It's like... It's perfect. I, it's, there's so much yes. good about this movie. It's so fantastic. I like. If you would have told me though that I would think a, a movie about a Nazi youth mm-hmm. had given like would have the most emotional impact and would be one of the funniest stories in the same movie, like I would have. I thought you'd been crazy. Honestly, I would not have believed you. And it's it's good that they kept it. Yes, it had these broad themes but they kept it personal to to just this story and just these characters which is perfect and like it's it's a down-to-earth telling because like they're looking for the war effort give us your scrap metal yeah you know the little robots (laughs) (laughs) metal for hitler um we talked about the the sound a little bit but the sound like i think even the sound effects throughout were fantastic you could hear like the rustle of clothes like I, I was just thoroughly impressed by the overall craft and filmmaking yeah. of the set film. design. Yes, fantastic. It I was, mean, it was costume design nominated. Yes. Which do you think these pants need to <laughs> make my hips look whiter? I mean, it it deserved it for Sam Rockwell's wartime costume. Yes. Oh. That scene, <laughs> I honestly, that scene was was maybe one of my favorite from a filmmaking standpoint. When JoJo is standing there and and looking around and. There's this, again, you would go back to music choice. There's such a fantastic music choice during this scene as it's showing this destruction in slow motion around him. And I think that's when he really knows, like, this is, he's not one of these. He's not part of this. But it's still, it's this terrible scene. Everything's blowing up. People are dying. And then you get this slow motion scene of Sam Rockwell in his full getup, and it interrupts this awful scene with this Dude. hilarious. And he's just standing there like it's the, the best thing in the world, and and Alfie uh, Allen right right behind yeah, him with into, the little radio. The, he's got the what is it the, <laughs> the old timey radio yeah. horn? Thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so funny. 
Like so I said, that funny. relationship was one of my favorite parts of that movie. Because, yeah. like, I mean, the, he's a gay Nazi, but he's not showing yeah, 100% because, yeah. you yeah. know, he'll get in trouble. But <laughs> it's just like the little bickering that they do. He's like, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You yeah. did great. You did great. I am so, so sorry. So funny. Oh, my God. The German <laughs> shepherd <Yeah>. scene. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. It's a stupid name for a dog. I get it. It's he brings stu- in literal <laughs> shepherds from Germany. And he's like, I Dude. asked for German shepherds. Dude, again. <laughs> oh my God. It's comedic timing, comedic yeah. genius, because it just it's that like beginning of a scene and it breaks up what we just watched that was yeah. more serious and it sets the tone for this next scene. It flawless, man. Flawless. Also, I really wanted to talk about this. The the drawings was a complete j- throwaway joke that you don't realize is going to come back. You know what I mean? And it just, you know, the drawings of the uh, of, the, of both the the demon Jew things yep. basically, or and the uh, costume is what I was talking about. <laughs> but God, the whole that well, and it was so <sighs> effective because it showed like they're flipping through the the expose and it's yep. showing all these drawings of these demonic Jews, and then it shows the drawing that she made and it's like he's flipping through and that's when he, I don't, it's just such a good transition for this character without ever feeling forced or sudden yeah and there's no exposition to say you know oh now i understand the plight of the jew like you don't need to say it just show it and yeah. show the feelings and yep a start to finish fantastic the ending when he's it, it it crushes you. He's he doesn't want to be alone. He doesn't want to tell oh, her that that oh, Germany lost yes. the war and she's free. Yeah. So he's crying outside of her door, telling her that Germany won because he and he he doesn't say it in so many words, but he just says, you know, you can't leave. You have to stay with me. And he's crying. And it crushes you. It's a ten year old boy that I just th- doesn't want to be alone. I think that is the downfall of when I was like, damn. Yeah. This is I'm. About to tear up and then right he now. finally, you know, he reads his letters from Nathan. fake Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> she says, "Oh, he's been dead for a year." He goes, "Oh, that's weird. Uh, who's been writing these letters?" <laughs> so, but my favorite line, okay, maybe not my favorite, but another great one. It's full of great ones. He's telling her, "Oh, it's dangerous. I have this plan to escape," and he takes her out of the door, and it's just you know everybody's celebrating, and she's free, and the Americans are in the streets. And she's all upset and turns around and he goes, we made it. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's, uh, it's a great movie. Uh, actually, you, made, you reminded me of my favorite line. It's when uh, Jojo and Hitler are in the little dollhouse thing. And he's, Jojo says something to Hitler and Hitler says something to the mom. And then he says, she can't hear you. And then he just, <laughs> what are you there? burning? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. What are you burning? <laughs> so funny, man. Yeah. Um. I I think we're at the point where yeah, this is uh, just kind of becoming a love fest. It's, well, and I deserve it. No, no, so. it is. And I uh, I will say though, before we get too far, and maybe I'll pose the question to you guys if you've seen Hunt for the Wilder People, which one did you like more? I personally probably would still consider Hunt for the Wilder People higher on my list of favorite movies. Wrong. Uh no. <laughs> Jojo Rabbit 100%. I I would go with Jojo Rabbit as well, but I don't blame you for picking Hunt for the Wilder People cuz that's I, another great one. I I like this tenfold. Okay, well, it's hard to compare because this is much more serious and has real life. Hunt for the Wilder People is more of a fantastical movie, but <laughs> fantastical, huh? Yeah. It's majestical. majestical. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, I just I, th- I guess looking at the cast of Hunt for the Wilder People, I would rather watch these actors in Jojo Rabbit. Sure, sure. And this is a much, I would say, much better movie from just the craftsmanship of this movie from writing and filmmaking standpoint is pretty damn fantastic. It, this, And if, if I haven't seen Parasite, but if that didn't win, I would have hoped that this would win for Best Picture. Uh, you need. Oh, to I see, was rooting for it. You need to see Parasite. Like, I gotta wait <sighs> for the 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 buzz to die down so the price can go down on to rent it. Fair enough. I think Parasite's the best movie of last year that I've seen. This is by far my favorite. Like, I would watch this again in a heartbeat. 
Oh, and this is this is easy top ten of the year. Yeah. I made my top ten list already, but because I hadn't seen this, this yeah. is easy top I mean, five. I mean, how are you making a top ten without seeing the, the Oscar nominated movies? Because um, <laughs> most of them probably aren't that good. Well, Parasite probably. I don't know. I'm just skeptical about it. Fair enough. Little Women, I will never see. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> just to be honest, yeah. I don't. I don't care about more. Well, adaptations yeah. of Little Women. They've made that movie about fifteen hundred times already. So I've heard. So, anyways, uh, yeah. Um, can I read some of the negative reviews? Oh, please they? do. I hope it's just people that are oblivious and miss the point entirely. Before uh, you get into that, though, like yeah. I, we didn't talk about this. You guys talked about scenes where you kind of teared up, and it was like yeah. with the mom, and at the end, mm-hmm. did you feel anything when uh, he gets captured and Sam Rockwell kind of just? Oh yeah, we talked about that. The the transition from Sam Rockwell just being this Well, we talked about that, but yeah. like the actual scene cuz Sam Rockwell never like he was never like super Nazi. Like I think he just wanted cuz he even said he said he didn't think he was going to survive this war. So I think he was just constantly waiting to yeah. die. So like he has this point when he's with him and he just they're both captured and he's like you you obviously you don't belong here dude mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know get out of here he's like and he starts yeah he's like you know you're great your mother do, was doing great things you're a great person and then you know he turns it to make the soldiers think that yeah. he's yeah, a yeah. jew so it, that he can get it out. was a great and another well-written scene and the the boy is such a good actor yeah he is that he really is man he, he was like I, we didn't really talk too much about acting but like he was very good like because he's a little kid and you yeah. don't really think most kids are going to have that type of range because he can go from the comedy to the drama to the oh, action. Just is super good. He needed to be because that's why those scenes, the scene with his mother, the scene with him, the whole character arc of his transition and how he's in love with this girl and how at the end, like I said, he just doesn't want to be alone. There's no dialogue. They're not sure. Sh- it's just him showing emotions that make those scenes yeah. work so well. <clears throat> Without a doubt. And I know some people on our show, I don't know exactly who, but aren't, aren't a big fan of Scarlett Johansson. Uh, I'm one of them. Yeah. I, but I told you I'm, I'm coming around because I've seen, number one, this. She was fantastic in this. Marriage Story. Marriage Story. She was in a movie uh, two, maybe three years ago called Under the Skin, where it was very little dialogue, just acting from it. Sure. She was very good in that. Uh, um, she's been in... Um, one of the uh, the Avengers that was for, yeah, she acted no. really great in those. Mm-hmm. She has a she has another movie you. coming out where she's like a spy or something. I think oh, she's a spider. 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 Oh, Aaron. 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 You in your face. You in your face. All right. Can I? But yes. yes. Uh, acting throughout this film, pretty fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I'm disappointed that she didn't win. I haven't seen a whole lot of the best act, female actress yeah. ones. Well, Laura Dern won for one. And Freaking Laura Dern. <laughs> Freaking Laura Dern. <laughs> All right. Let, um, <clears throat> negative reviews. Negative reviews, yes. The tonal shifts in Jojo Rabbit don't work because uh. they're not seriously intended, and the, the intention here being instead to remain consistently cute. See, I th- we touched on that. I thought they were... They off. weren't jarring. It, no. it felt like it worked no matter... You remember Three Billboards? Yes. Did you think it was tonally shifted? I didn't much care for that movie. <laughs> I thought that was pretty overrated, but I liked it. But yes, that was... Uh, because that you would go 15, 20 minutes of one feeling in, in a different type of genre, and then it would switch to a comedy. Then you'd get all super serious yeah. about it. This is this just felt like a, a nice blend yeah. for the entire movie. Yeah. It was um, natural. Like yeah. it's cuz sometimes one second something's funny and then you see your mom's shoes. <laughs> so I mean yeah. like it um oh also along those lines um I won't give away Steve's score yet. He sent our score, but he he even said and we hadn't talked about this before the show, so this was his own opinion. He said, Taika Waititi is fantastic. His ability to blend humor and seriousness is great. Like, yeah. there you go. Yeah. I don't know. I think that rotten review is uh, mistaken. <laughs> uh, another negative review. The film is technically starting from the same premise that racists are working on, that marginalized people have to work to prove their humanity. What? I don't know, man. 
Well, I th- I think it, I they're think saying it, that they're saying that, but at the same time, yes, in this time they did. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's yeah. the whole point is that they shouldn't, but they did. They did have to prove they're more than monsters and demons. Jojo Rabbit isn't nearly as funny or smart as it thinks it is, despite of. Despite all of its good intentions, this is an unpleasant, manipulative, and downright dangerous satire. Ooh. Uh, these people that are doing these negative comments, I wonder if they have done uh, reviews on some of his other movies and maybe they just don't like him. Uh, well, because see, and that's, I understand I, this last one. And that's what I was like kind of bringing up is like, does it push the boundaries? Because the, when they're talking about the demonic sides of the juice, in today's day and age, right, that's, I mean, I guess in any day and age, it's not appropriate, but it's a period piece, right? And, you know, you see what I'm saying? Well, I think and they're I just get, misinterpreting. I think we as a group are a little less... PC? PC. You know, things don't... <laughs> well, no, 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 even... it's not that. It's just that we're not... We understand the intent. I, I think that's what's so... That's why I get so frustrated with reviews like that is... Sure. Yes, it brings things up that are not... PC. They're not nice. But number one, these things happened. And, and number two, it's bringing it up in a way that says it shouldn't happen and it's wrong. And it's yeah. and it's not like in the movie they, you know, like, oh, Jews are the devil because that's what they thought. But it's not like this movie proved that. It's not like the little girl all of a sudden grew horns and started killing people. <laughs> like, and it was all fair. used to show how silly and ridiculous it all is. Yeah. Um, let's let's get to the point where we rate it, huh? huh? Ah. You guys ready? Yeah. You want me to set the bar with Steve's score? Yes. Sure. All right. So Steve says it's one of his favorites from 2019, and he gives it a nine. And again, he said it was due to Taika Waititi's ability to blend humor and seriousness. All right, so. uh, Brent. You. I'll go last. Okay. I will go second then. <laughs> I, man. Okay, so. I want to say this up front. I have never given anything on our show. Oh. A perfect 10. Uh-oh. And it stays that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, but no. Yeah. I will say this is tied for the highest movie I've ever given a score from. Nine and a half. Nine okay. and a half. This, I, there, I don't think there was a misstep in this movie. I no, thoroughly there wasn't. enjoyed it from start to finish. I... I don't know how you make it better. You know what I mean? And I, I don't believe that movies are ever going to be a perfect 10, which is the only reason why it's not. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah, so it's perfect and can't get better, but it's not perfect. I get it. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's, it's logical. <laughs> it's, uh, I, like I said, I bought this movie, so like I watched like the deleted scenes. And when you say, like, oh, it can't get any better, I actually agree because I watched the deleted scenes and like, I'm like, if you put that in the movie, I think it takes away from it. So, like, whoever edited that part, like, yeah, or whoever's decision was to take those out, I think was perfect for that too. Because, like, in some of the one of the deleted scenes was um, uh, at the end when Hitler gets kicked out the window. Yeah. Instead, it was like, so, yeah, f off Hitler. <laughs> so instead of that, basically, what it was was so to set it up because I think they yeah. deleted one scene, so they deleted that scene. At, so there was a deleted scene where uh, Hitler brings in a different imaginary friend. Oh. And uh, he's like, this is what happens when you start believing. And the guy's like shaking and like doing all sorts of stuff. He's like, so you got to still believe in me, man, or else this happens. And at the end, you know, when Hitler gets kicked out. So instead of that, what they had was uh, he stopped believing in Hitler. Like, and he like does like a little seizure type thing. And he just goes to the floor and he like... It wiggles out of the room completely, and I'm like, "See that? No, just kicking him yeah, out the window yeah, yeah. is so much better and faster." And yeah, it just... yeah, it was a little overdone and like right. extended because it was like a long time, and he'd be like, he'd be like just randomly like, ah, ah, and he'd like not move for a second, and then ah, and I'm like, mm, that's no. a little too yeah, much. Yeah. Interesting, uh, Aaron. What do you give it? Uh, I'm I'm close there. I I give it a. Shoot. I'll, ah, shoot. Ah, shoot. I'll go eight. I'll go nine. Eight I'll go nine. Sack. I was going to say eight, seven, five. But the more I think about this movie, the there, like you said, there's not a character that didn't work. There's not a scene that you would say, oh, they could have taken that out. 
it felt I don't even know how long it was, but man, it went by as a, it, like a breeze. It was yeah. it did not feel long. It didn't overstay its welcome. I it's the emotional impact. This was probably one of the more emotional, impactful movies I've seen in the last five, ten years. I think it was under two hours. It was like hour, hour 40, something yeah. like that. I mean, uh there and like you said, not not anything to complain about, which is rare. Yeah. <laughs> So I give it a nine. Uh, absolute, absolute must see. Damn, he stamped that. Oh, he's I agree. Hey, it's a. Uh, I I suggest this movie to a lot of people. I gave the the Blu-ray to my mom and was like, uh, "You and Dad have to watch this movie. <laughs> like, yeah. Go watch it now." I'm, I'm so glad you picked it because I don't know when I would have gotten around to seeing it. Um, what do you give it though? Uh, like I said, I love this movie. Like this and Peanut Butter Falcon. Not only were they. Two of my favorite movies from last year. They're probably going to be two of my favorite movies for years to come. Yeah, um, I'm going to give it nine and a half imaginary Hitlers. Nine and a half imaginary Hitlers. Or excuse me, nine and a half. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've landed at nine point two five, yeah, which is a solid smack dab right in the middle of an A. Does anyone want to guess what it's ranked? On our show, fourteenth, uh, higher than that actually, yeah. or lower, higher, better, better, tenth, tenth, tenth. Okay, I thought it would be higher than that. We've seen some pretty well, darn good movies. I yeah. know number one is Saving Private Ryan because yeah. Hell or High Water's got to be up scores. there, which is still one of my favorites I've ever seen. Uh, it is actually higher than Hell or High Water. Is it? Yeah. So hey. let's right, you know what, here, we'll do this. Let's do it. Let's just run through our top ten. Yep. <laughs> Pop quiz, asshole. This or Saving Private Ryan? Private Ryan. That's a better movie. It's a different movie. (laughs) This or The Princess Bride? I love The Princess Bride. This. I'd pick this. As of right now, I will go for this. I would say this. Because I've seen Princess Bride so many times. I could recite the lyrics. The The lines of Princess Bride by heart. This or Apocalypse Now? This. This. Yeah, Apocalypse Now might be a better movie, but that's like a, a one and done, watch it 10 years later to yeah. see it again type of movie. This or Hereditary? Uh, I, I actually, I, you guys are going to be like, well, I still have yet to see Hereditary. I haven't either. So. Yeah. I think I go Hereditary. That Okay. That, uh, and we're, we're, by the way, we're, we're descending. Yeah, 1 to 10. Yeah. This or Blade Runner 2049? Oh, that. That's, that took like top spot in my favorite movies. This. Aaron's going to be like, what? But I still have yet to see Blade Runner 2049. This or Arrival? This. This. I have yet to see Arrival. This or Little Shop of Horrors? This. I would say this, and I was not on Little Shop of Horrors, but I probably would have gave it a really high score as well, because I do like that I think I'm the only one that gave it a fair score. I give it 8.25, and it's got two tens. Uh, I wouldn't give it a 10. I'd probably be closer to you, but I do enjoy that movie, but I would pick this. This or Mystic River? This? This. Just because, like, Mystic River is one of those ones that's probably a better yeah. movie. Yeah. It's not probably. It is. Uh, is I it, would, though? Yes. Is it? I, I think mean, you remember how, uh, you, you're not remembering how great it is. I, that's one of my all timers. I, I picked that. We just applauded Jojo Rabbit for this gut wrenching scene. And yeah. It, that and Mystic is, River has that. I know, and this is just as impactful, but you also get comedy in this one. Right, but you know me. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I'd rather see a, a really good character drama than a comedy. Very good character drama. <laughs> anyway, this... I mean, it is. You're right. This were Hot Fuzz. This. Oh. I love uh, Edgar Wright. Edward? Edgar. 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 <laughs> Edward. Edward. It's his brother. Just call him Ed. Yeah. Uh... But man, I think Jojo Rabbit's better. I would probably say Jojo Rabbit, but also with those movies, I'm a bigger fan of Shaun of the Dead than Hot Fuzz. So that yeah, one would be harder for me same to for choose. Me. Uh we'll we'll go down a few more. Um Forrest Gump. Mm. This will be rapid fire. Again, I've seen it so many yeah. times I choose this. Again, yeah. Uh Wind River. That I've seen it. Hell or High Water. That. This. Uh Green Mile. That. This. Just because I've seen Green Mile so many times. Peanut Butter Falcon. Uh, see, there's the hard one. I'd probably say this. Let's say this. 
I just watched this one, so I'll say Peanut Butter Falcon. <laughs> Jaws. <laughs> just whatever one I this, watched last. For sure. This. Jaws. Okay. Um, last one. Actually, two more. Stand By Me. Oh, mm. that. And Whiplash. This. This. Yeah. All right. So, final score for JoJo Rabbit, 9.25. Uh, that's like, like Aaron said, smack dab, middle of an A. Join us online at Movie Review Crew. Dot com. You can request movies right on our homepage or email the show at podcast at moviereviewcrew.com. Uh, join us on Thursday for a review of They Live. Uh, anything else, gentlemen? Nope. Right. Well worth the rental price. See yeah. Jojo Rabbit. Yes. Stamp of approval. Official. Certified. I think all of us yes. yeah. say it's a must-see. Yes. And most of the world uh, by looking at the review numbers. Fair enough. Uh, someone in the show. Tell your friends. Hey guys! Oh, big golfs, huh? All right. Well, see you later. Good day, sir! You're a sir, I said good day! Yeah. See ya. Hasta la vista, baby. This has been the Movie Review Crew Podcast. Remember to find us online on your favorite social media apps and go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. Linger, man. Yeah, totally. Linger. Hardcore.